Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. All right, boys and girls, let's get this show on the road. Yeah. Tyler's bringing in about 69% of the enthusiasm I'm bringing in right now, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. I was waiting it. for you to bust out like some music or something. I, don't, do, I wish we heard do, do, like do, do, the, do. the intro music as we're doing the intro. I can, I'm so sick Should of it. Should I bring my harmonica? Yeah, hell yeah. Dude, I can not play at all that's fine <laughs> welcome back to the show everybody this is ben and tyler from america's diesel podcast brought to you by diesel power products uh we are out here in spokane washington coming to you filming not live well we're live but you're watching this later so it doesn't really matter i guess at that point but yeah make sure you check us out on google play soundcloud itunes spotify uh, anywhere that you listen to or watch uh, podcast make sure and check us out on youtube um, we're trying to make sure everybody checks us out on youtube there leave your comments there um, i am trying to respond to those questions as timely as possible um and also uh check out our instagram america's Diesel podcast on instagram it's run by me tyler has a login but he doesn't know how to use it because he's a dinosaur i monitor <laughs> he watches from the corner <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right and if you leave a review tyler is going to tell you a secret oh yeah you leave a five-star review on any of those platforms that ben mentioned you take a screenshot send that to tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com make sure to include an address and a picture of your truck and we will send you a sweet 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 decal it looks just like ben, just like ben's t-shirt or my cup or ben's cup i guess um but it'll look just like that and then you could rep us Everywhere you go. I mean, come on. All day. Come on, day. man. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Rip us. Come on, man. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, <debates. All> right. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So this episode, uh, we recently put out an episode where we called it our first rambling episode, which is basically me and Tyler just rambling about shit. And the whole idea behind that was we were supposed to start talking about like, Okay, you're looking for a new truck, maybe not a new new truck, but trying to find something that's still 
relatively recent, but coming down in price. And because I had been getting a whole bunch of questions on that. And the, the answer I come to a lot is the 10 and 12 RAM. So yeah. first two years of the fourth gen, but not so new that they're super expensive and they're starting to come down in price. So that's kind of where we went. And that podcast spun way the hell out of control. Yeah. We were talking about which body styles were like best. And I thought we were going to fight for a minute there. <laughs> uh, but but we, we came out the other side. We're fine now. We talked about it. Um, I slept on the couch. Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> and so I figured I'd bring this one all the way back around. And we're going to talk about uh, basically what you can do if you are buying that 10 to 12 RAM, getting some performance out of it with the emissions intact. Because it's, you know, the rules are changing every day. If you live somewhere where you don't have emissions required, it's going to happen. I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm not trying to say, like, the EPA is right or wrong. You just, it's just going to happen. Well, so well, yeah, I mean, not only, like, with just local laws or federal laws at that, but it's coming down to the point where the manufacturers aren't even producing <clears throat> parts that aren't, you know, uh, yeah. emissions compliant. So it's like you, you really don't have a choice uh, pretty soon here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if not right now, I mean, you, you probably don't have a choice. I mean, really. And this is my this is my little rant on emissions intact and emissions removed. You heard me talk about it before, but I'm going to make sure we get it out there because sometimes it gets forgotten. For those of you that are saying, you know, oh, this is like the gas crisis all over again, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be forever till diesels are great again. Wrong. Okay. If you think about the gas crisis and when all the, the emissions equipment came on the gas cars, it took them like 15, 20 years till they were starting making like performance cars again back that were making the same kind of horsepower and doing it legally and being able to sell it. Yeah. The diesel trucks, every year they've been produced, they've never gone down in power. Yeah, they've actually gone substantially up. Substantially <laughs> up with more restrictions and more emissions intact. They've gone up every time. Yeah. So for those of you that are saying it's over, it's dead, we you know, they're they're shooting diesel performance in, in the in the heart. Wrong, incorrect. You know, the our the whole like downward slope that we had, I wouldn't even consider it a downward slope. It may have like plateaued for a minute. And then we got through it and we're on the we're already on the other side. Yeah. The emissions equipment have gotten so much better since oh seven and a half. We're already on the other side. So those of you that are saying, you know, deleting trucks is the only way, incorrect. And, you know, we are on the other side. Yeah, Just for saying. sure. Okay. All right. So 10 12 RAM, I kind of split this into four categories. They're super technically named. Yes, very <laughs> technically named. We've got <laughs> the first category, which is basics, which, <laughs> well, I'm going to go with the categories because I'm kind of proud of the names. Yeah. So well, we, let's do one, one, at, one at a time. Let's go one okay. at a time. One at, one at a time. time. Come on. Come on, man. Come one on, man. Time. One at a time. Come on. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Uh, first category, basics. Uh, as you've heard with you know pretty much everything we do or any diesel truck, uh, intake tuner exhaust on this since it's emissions intact you've heard us tell you before you know a dpf back exhaust yeah yeah i mean it, it's mostly for looks i will say there are some really good looking dpf back exhaust oh, yeah. stuff out there and in fact if you're a, a duramax owner there's stuff you can do with just the tip like flow pro actually just released this 90 degree turnout tip it actually looks really good mm -hmm. on the trucks it's just a factory it's a it bolts right on to your exhaust and it just is like a I think it's, I think it's five inch. I, yeah, put, I, I added it to the site and I can't even remember what it is, but, but it's, it's super cool. Cause it just bolts right on. And instead of having that sort of like trumpet looking thing, sticking out the corner of your, <laughs> of the rear of your truck, you can actually get like a normal looking exhaust with just the addition of the tip, which is like, I think they're like right around 140 bucks, I think is what they're yeah. at. So relatively cheap. 
if you're just going for the looks, you can do something like that. It's a little bit more cost effective versus doing like a five, six hundred, you know, dollar DPF back system. If you're trying to pinch pennies here, yeah. if you're just trying to stay basic, you know. And at the end of the day, um, yeah. So DPF back exhausts that on paper, do they make more power? Yes. On paper, is the truck louder? Yes. Is it worth five hundred dollars? I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and say it. No. I'm sorry, exhaust companies, if you're listening. Like, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's if you're trying to get every piece out of it, yes, go ahead and do it. But it, like, is if it you're super- buying it for the seat of the pants feel, you're gonna be sorely disappointed. Yeah. Do it later on, or yeah. when you, when it's time to do wheels and tires, and you want to update the look of the truck, then do that exhaust. Yeah. Okay. So you missed I, one. What? You missed one. I know. I'm getting there, bud. Damn. What? Oh, are you going to base the other one? No, I'm not the done new- yet. I'm still okay, talking about okay, basics. Okay. 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 Jeez, Tyler. I'm just so judgy. <laughs> I'm just looking over at your notes. I'm just like, you missed one. (laughs) (laughs) Tires just crawling all over you today, man. (laughs) No, but you did miss one, though. You missed a part. Intake 200 exhaust? You missed a part. I would put in the basic category. We'll talk about that. On my list? Yeah. Is it in my next category? You want to fight? (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I guess we might. (laughs) Well, this will be a lively debate then. So, uh, for my first. Category which I've labeled basics, which evidently is incorrect <laughs> according to Tyler. I have three things: uh, the two that we just went over, uh, uh, tuning and an intake, um, and then I have which could be considered co- somewhat controversial, <coughs> but I have gears in there. Now, some of you might be thinking that's maybe not like a basic thing to do on there. These yep. trucks come undergeared from the factory, and if your emissions intact, you've heard us preach gears all day, every day about trying to keep your emission system happy and put power to the ground. Do your gears. And pretty much everybody has larger tires in stock. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. gears on that truck were basically built for, like, the smallest size stock tires, which nobody has either. Yeah. So, re-gear the truck. Uh, if you don't know what gears to go with, listen to our gears episode. Basic rule of thumb, 35s, 410s, 37s, 430s. Bigger than 37s, uh, 48s, possibly 456s, so on and so forth. But there's your very basic, basic, basic stuff. We have an episode called Gears Heavy. Listen to that one. So what I what I forget, Tyler? Throttle sensitivity booster. Ooh, but I have tuning on there. Yeah, but it doesn't. I mean, it will help, but not as much as a throttle sensitivity booster. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you on that one, and I, I will say that is also a really good option too. If for some reason you found a 10 and 12 Ram that has a warranty on it, um, throttle sensitivity booster not detectable once physically removed. Very good option. Yeah. Tuning not so much. So next. Next. Next, real quick. Hey, Gabe, you need to turn me up, dude. All right. I, I think I lost everything in my headphones here. Did you? Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but we got these fancy new headphones, and we're still trying to figure it out because we're diesel guys. Hello, hello. There we oh, go. There, you, there you go. There I am. Thank you. The Thanks, funny thing Gabe. Is, people watching this right now, our audio probably did not change whatsoever. Probably didn't change. <laughs> it changed. It changed for me, in my head. <laughs> okay. Whoa, that's way more intense. Jeez, holy moly. Well, you sound exactly. The same I can hear way. my heartbeat right now through my. <laughs> through my ears. You're probably where I was last week. I could I could hear Brian talking <laughs> at his house right now. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crisp. It's clear. Crisp. All right, so next we've got uh, very tastefully labeled Basics Plus. Ooh, hey, Ooh. <laughs> with the plus. <laughs> with the plus. All right, uh, some of these parts on here. You missed one. <laughs> Already on Basics Plus, Tyler's busting my balls on this. So Basics Plus, the list is longer, and I had a hard time figuring out if I wanted to split this list up 
as far as like the basics plus but then i started looking at what came after that and i was like eh, this stuff is still in that first category and i kind of looked at it as like how deep are you getting into the engine so is a basic plus in addition to basics yes gotcha yeah this is all like compounds on top of each other until the very end gotcha so this is assuming you've already got the basics done yeah and, and actually you could technically do the basics plus without doing the basics kind of be kind of skipping step one, but I mean, you can still do these without tuning and without an intake. Yeah. But should you? No. <laughs> you should probably put those on. Yeah. Okay, so Basics Plus. Uh, I Some sort of drop-in turbo. There's the BD Screamer, Fleece Cheetah, and the ATS VFR. I think ATS yeah. has their VFR Stage 1 and Stage 2. Yeah, one thing I... Oh, I should have looked this up. One thing I wanted to highlight is Fleece's new actuator. Yeah, their they, in-house actuator. Yeah, sexy. Yeah, I, I I haven't heard of any issues. Have you guys heard? Apparently, all Zero. the cheetah. I didn't even know this, because I <clears throat> just so you guys know, I'm like I I rarely talk to customers on the phone anymore. I'm more on the back end side of things. Every once in a while, these guys will need some assistance, so we get the great the great tie, <laughs> yeah. the great tie. Come on, come, just tapping in. All right, <laughs> so I had a customer call in and. He was the one who pointed out that they had new electronics, and I didn't even know. He's like, "Is, it, is this a turbo with the, with their actuator?" I'm like, "Their actuator? I'm pretty what? sure they used a new whole set." He's like, "No." I'm like, "You sure about that? You sure about that?" And I pull it up. I'm like, "Oh man, I hate it when I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I take one call and I'm wrong already." But yeah, uh, super cool. It's supposed to um, ha- handle the heat much, much better. And it's heat got cooling is cooling fins on it. And yeah, stuff he's the number one killer of. When you have something that's electronic next to something that gets so hot, um, it's, you're just asking for failure. So really cool that they came out with that. We've been honestly waiting for someone, one of these aftermarket companies to come out with something better than the whole set actuator. And hopefully, Fleece hit the nail on the head. But that's still, what is it? What, is it, what do they say? That's still uh, to be determined. Yeah, it hasn't been out quite long enough yeah. to, to really see that. Um, I can't imagine it wouldn't be though. Fleece has put out really high quality products. They since day one, take their so. time with R and D and all that fun stuff. So, so some sort of drop in turbo. Um, any any drop in turbo we talked about right there, it's going to be a VGT style turbo. So you still have your exhaust brake. Um, your emissions are still intact, it, and it fits in exactly where the stock one does. Uh, next one you're going to be looking at an aftermarket manifold. Um, I'd say the two most popular is going to be ATS or BD. Um, can you use a stock manifold? Yes, but if you're looking to gain every advantage here, an aftermarket manifold is going to be your friend. Also, if you're changing the turbo, most people usually take the manifold off when they're changing the turbo. You don't have to, and I might get criticized for saying most, but if you can and you want to, taking the manifold off makes things a heck of a lot easier. However, getting that stock manifold back on, not so much. Not the funnest. Not yeah, I've I and I've done quite a few turbos on 6.7s. I've always, actually, I think there's only one time, it was like the first time I did it, where I actually took the turbo off the manifold, and then pull them out independently. I'll never do that again. Yeah. Never do that again. Pull the whole thing out with the manifold. It's so much easier to grab when you just unbolt that manifold and pull the turbo out. You can have a buddy help you and pull that thing out. Uh, but I even on five nines, uh, too, I've had numerous occasions where you go to put a manifold back on and they're warped. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean that that happens. I mean you'll <laughs> and and you'll almost see it as soon as you take a, uh, half the bolts out. <laughs> you'll see. You'll be like, wow, this thing is really not lining up anymore. Well, that's that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, next thing we've got is the uh, AFE intake manifold. I believe that's the only one I know of on the market right now that actually retains the EGR valve. Yeah. Um, 
is that something that's going Banks to Banks is working on something right now. Yeah. And it's if it ha- if it's any anything like their 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 grid here delete one mm-hmm. for like the early well, no, that's six seven. That's six seven, seven two. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it should it's be. gonna be awesome. Um, next we've got ARP head studs. If you're doing a turbo on this, you're gonna be making more boost than stock. You should probably put head studs on there. Um, and you might be thinking maybe that should be on that next level, but head studs, I mean, valve cover off one by one, not too intrusive there. Yeah. Um, next we've got the BD fuel rail plug, a bit of a supporting modification there, but, uh, if we got tuning on the truck, you're probably going to start seeing some peaks with your fuel rail pressure and that valve, that stock valve may be kind of like, nah, I don't know. Yeah. It could wear out quick. It could start opening early. When it starts opening early, you start dropping rail pressure then that starts affecting the way that the fuel's atomizing with the injectors and you get an insufficient burn bingo bango you're filling up your emissions filters with soot and it's constantly in regen and you're defeating the purpose of what you're trying to accomplish by making a powerful truck that was very well said was it that was that was prime i'll forget it (laughs) what did i say yeah (laughs) sorry i'm blocked out (laughs) Uh, next we've got the a fast 165 You've heard us preach all the time about using a 100. Um, I'm saying 165 just because if you're going to be going next level, that's why we're doing it. But a fast 165, you could probably get away with a 100, but plans, right? Um, and then a Mishimoto intercooler with charge piping. Yeah. I mean, so you've got – I'd say that's – you know, you're not doing anything too intrusive on the vehicle. You're not, you know, pulling fenders off. You're not dismantling the engine. It's all stuff, you know – you can necessarily, you know, probably do it like you know, all on a weekend, or you could you know, pick it off one by one or something like that. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what we got as far as like the basics plus. Now that's going to be where I would say most people are probably going to stop. Yeah. Just because budget wise, and I, I broke my own rule here. I didn't do any prices here, <laughs> but I fi- I just thought of something. Uh, shameless way to make you guys watch the YouTube video. I'll post prices in the YouTube video, which means you got to go to the channel and watch the video. Ah, gotcha. Prices. Got him. <laughs> gotcha. I'm nice. It's going to get like one Nice. <laughs> he's probably going to leave a comment that says yeah. like, screw you, Ben. <laughs> I was already watching on YouTube. Yeah. I don't even like you guys. <laughs> I just wanted the prices. <laughs> so the next level is where you start getting into, you're probably doing more than most people would. Yeah. I mean, you, I would say with the basics plus, you're probably already doing more than the majority, but now you're really starting to you're, get into You're basically that show-off guy. <laughs> yeah, but like you're, you, you've decided, like, okay, this is a platform I want yeah. to stick with. I like the truck. I'm willing to put this, you know, more of this, excuse me, more of this money into it because it's all money. And, you, and when you start getting into these next parts, none of them are cheap. Yeah, no. In fact, no, you know, some of them are less than $1,000, so yeah, never mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, none of them are cheap. So, and this is also, this next level is going to be, you know, if you're one of these guys buying these 10 to 12 Rams and it's got like 200 plus thousand miles on it, you're going to be doing fuel components eventually. Usually like 220, 250 oh, yeah. right in there. You're probably going to be doing that, especially if you've got a hundred percent stock truck and you just slammed all these performance parts on there and you've now asked more of your fuel system, it's going to start going downhill fast. Yeah. Um, so next level is where we start getting into some more important expensive stuff. Uh, I got on here... And I didn't go specific on here, but I do have an idea of a set of injectors in mind. The uh, a set of dynamite diesel injectors. Um, there are some other companies out there that are actually working, and like Industrial Injection has the has carb numbers on some thirteen eighteen the injectors C, right now. What is that? They call them CDT or CT CTD or CDT Clean, Clean Diesel Technology CDT. Yeah, yeah. As for so far, I think they're only thirteen to eighteen. 
I'm sure they're working on 10 to 12. Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah. I, I know that Dynamite is working on some emissions and tax stuff, too, to get their actual their carb numbers. So, uh, but they, as far as, like, what... Do you know what we should do? What? Um, this is tangent. Yeah. This is how I work. Tangent. This is, this is how I work. Okay. Yeah. We should actually look into what it takes to get a carb number and explain it to people. Because I don't fully know. Mm-hmm. And I know people don't know. They're like, oh, what? You just submit a product or whatever you give them the drawings and then they say it's good or not like i want to know i mean we have the contacts we, we need that, that that should be like maybe one of our first phone calls that we do like yeah. do a remote i in. would like to talk to clint for turbo yeah. stuff and lenny for injector stuff because yeah. he, he's going literally like going through it right now well lenny Actually, will just come here he'll, yeah yeah and he'll come here and he'll explain it to us and maybe he'll bring some props i don't know yeah but yeah I, ooh, touch my hand nice job nice. that's a good one that's a good uh, Gabe, write that down before we forget it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we will forget that. <laughs> that is a fact. 100%. Fact. Until this episode premieres and I watch it, I'm like, oh. That was a good idea. That was a good idea. <laughs> but then we'll be like six months too late or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice. he wrote it down. Nice. Thanks, Gabe. Gabe. Yeah, you're the where's man. your mic? Gabe, where's your mic? Where's your I'm going to talk mic? to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Off tangent, back on topic. That was a good tangent. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a very high quality tangent. <laughs> give it a ten out of ten as far as tangents go. Ooh. I give you, a, I give you a solid tangent out of tangent, tan over tan, tan over tan. All right, all right. Some, I'll, some was that Sakatoa? I don't. I have no idea what you're saying, but it sounds awesome. That's math. <laughs> Actually, I think it's geometry. <laughs> no, it's trig. Sorry, geology. <laughs> no, trig. <laughs> <laughs> Sakatoa. <laughs> Right, sounds like so, geology to me. No, it's not geology. <laughs> okay. No rocks in this one. Um, all right. So on this next level stuff, so a small set of dynamite injectors, um, I'd probably go with like either their economy or like there's, I think they have a, a 50 or a 60. I'm trying to get it pulled up here real quick. Because um, those would be good about as far as like either lighting up the stock turbo or your aftermarket turbo that you put on there. Um, and they will work really well for the something I have in the next level stuff. Yeah, I mean, and two, the thing with, like, Dynamite, I mean, what they've kind of found is there's a lot of, like, I don't know if this is, like, the correct terminology that they would use, but there's a lot of, like, cleaning up that they do on injectors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As far as just making them smoother and making them more efficient as far as how they how they function. So you, there's, there's just, even with the stock injectors that could be in perfectly good condition. There's still room for improvement. Even if you're talking about the same flow rate as the stock, there's still room for improvement as far as the spray pattern, the way that their holes are designed. Um, they just go the extra mile. He's got yeah. that super sweet microscope. So he looks at like tiny, tiny little holes. Oh, totally. Like, oh my God. And he's looking at this like, is oblong. What they call the, uh, <laughs> the, the K factor. He's looking at the, the angle of the cut of the hole of the injector. Yeah. They're talking like... That's, that shit's wild. Yeah. When I was over there building the injectors for the 7.3, uh, we uh, we got into it a little bit and started looking at that kind of stuff. And it's one of those things where it's it's really hard to put that stuff on a video and talk about it. You have to be there. And it, Lenny, it, it, similar to... Wow, I'm, I'm, I can't believe I'm actually going to do this. Hmm. Lenny, very similar to Gail Banks, extremely passionate about this. And you start talking about K-Factor stuff, and you start following him around his his, his shop. He walks over here, shows you this, walks over here, shows that. And he, he's moving. He's <laughs> fucking running around, basically. You do this. You look at this. And we, and we hold it, and we come up to the side, and we come, and this one goes like this and turns around. And that's why we end up with this K-Factor. And I'm like, 
I just walked like two miles in this like <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like thousand square foot shop. You yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, it's extremely awesome to watch what he's doing over there. Yeah. So either, either their economy or 50 horsepower set of injectors depends on what you're going to do later on with the truck and what you're planning to do with it. Um, I do know that they are, in fact, as far as like the 13 to 18s, uh, working to make a set of injectors that will get you to 400 horsepower, uh, no smoke, emissions intact, no other parts on the truck. We're talking like no tuning, stock intake, stock exhaust, stock everything, documented 400 horsepower to the wheels, just injectors, which that's is pretty, pretty awesome. awesome. That's yeah, pretty that's cool. awesome. Um, all right, so injectors next. Um, obviously, you're going to be doing injectors, and your truck has that many miles on it. You're probably going to be doing a CP3. Uh, I am a huge fan of the Fleece CP3 PowerFlow 750. <laughs> PowerFlow 750. Yes. All brand new, no core charge, right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, you looked at me like, no, you're wrong. No, I was, <laughs> I was trying, like, to, trying to catch ah! my breath. <laughs> yeah, brand new pump, um, able to support easily the 700 750 horsepower mark um or stock so if you're going yeah. with you know if it's one of those things where you got to do your pump before your injectors you can do that um but it's definitely something i highly recommend the next two things are th this next one coming up something that i'm sure nobody remembers to do so i know i was just joking when i said you missed something but you missed something <laughs> what did i miss we'll tell it after your last all right, one all right, all right. well now i gotta <laughs> now i'm thinking about it <laughs> Sweet sound. Yeah, I can't remember. All right. So uh, next would be, oh, a cooler? No. Damn. Uh, next would be the Bully Dog, B, or <laughs> Bully Dog DPF. So Bully Dog does make a drop-in factory replacement DPF. It is not 50 state legal. It's 49 state legal. It's not a carb number. Um, but it drops in exactly in where the stock one was. I, I believe last time they were here, they were telling us that just this alone, similar to everything else, like stock uh, over stock, it's like a 30 horsepower increase, drop in EGTs, like pretty much everything across the board is awesome. Yeah. And it is serviceable, which means instead of your old one, which you have to basically cut out, cut open, clean, and then weld back up, this actually has two V-band clamps forward and back, undo the clamps, take it out, clean it out, service it if you need to, and then put it back in the truck, and off you go. Yeah. 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 Um, and next, uh, since nobody really wants to do transmission, and hopefully you've already done your gears because it's in basics, we have some parts to kind of make your stock transmission work better. Yeah. Um, so I've got the ATS Copilot and the ATS Billet Channel Plate Kit. Plate Kit. Man, I am all over the place with the words today. Yeah, yeah, yeah you are. Plate Kit. And that will help prevent any kind of cross leakages. And the ATS Copilot is going to make sure that your transmission is actually getting proper pressure all the time. Um, ATS actually just put out a really good video with Clint on there with a the gauge talking about what the ATS Copilot does. And long story short, it basically hijacks your truck's like transmission operating system and just in, instead of getting one, you know, a signal every half a second or every second, he's Clint's like, yeah, that's not enough. So we just it's just basically punching in the face. It's basically getting like ten <laughs> times more data than it was before. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's way better and way faster. So. That's on my next level list. Tyler, what did I forget? Thermal bypass. Eh. No? 13 to 18. I looked. It's only 13 to 18? Yep. Are you sure? Look it up, bud. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I might, I might <laughs> I have to I feel like eat, an idiot. <laughs> I might have to eat my own words here, but, but I looked at it. At, well, okay. Long enough, I'm going to start backpedaling here. ATS doesn't make one because I was okay. in the ATS category. 
but there may very well be one for a 10 and 12, in which case I'm an asshole. <laughs> oh, no. As we're no. both looking oh, at the here we go. Right here we go. Here we go. Who's going to get it first? Oh, Diesel Insider. I already am. Come on, baby. Sort by. You're already there. Price low to high. Thermal bypass. Come on, Ty. Uh, bypass 13 to 18 13 to 18 bypass 13 to 18 is that only on the 13 to 18s 13 to 18 13 to 18 uh, yeah i'm an idiot all right i'm sticking to it all right i'm the dummy gosh darn it every once in a while i get a w they're, they're all 13 to 18 i guess they didn't put that on there well for, <sighs> i guess you know that's why i'm uh over here and you're over there <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> my, my my headphones are uh, are uh, shot again. Just so you know. Games <laughs> over. Like yeah. That's what I'm blaming on. Of my my misstep on my thermal bypass because my headphones, man, they yeah. confuse me. Totally. All right. So that's gonna wrap up the next level stuff. So if you're keeping count, that's level three, if you will, or stage three, even though how much I hate stages. So this next level. Nothing. Oh, oh, I was telling him yes because he got okay. my headphones working again. So what I consider the level after this, which would be kind of like level four, I call it next next level, <laughs> appropriately <laughs> named, right? I mean, um, it's the only you know one I would go with. I mean, <laughs> the I have five things in here, and there could be more, but it's kind of like w when you start really kind of you're getting into it. Like, yeah. Case support like camshaft. Like you are getting <laughs> you're getting in there. You're getting in the engine. And I will say the people that are going to go to this part are probably going to be the folks that are either replacing an engine or they or really just that guy, just that guy that yeah. has to do it. It's like, I want to have everything I can to do this right now. No, she got the 178 208 cam there. Yeah. DPF yeah. friendly, my friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hamilton 178 208. Uh, obviously, if you're going to be in there, Hamilton push rods, valve springs, yeah. tappets, and this next thing here this is the kind of the golden goose at the end here and this could really change how you want the truck to run or what you do as far as if you can't afford this if you want to do this and what the goal is for the truck yeah what one one little tangent i'm gonna go off on mm -hmm. all right how many people out there have actually done a cam tappets push rods on a cummins because it is kind of weird <laughs> it is <laughs> because you're wooden you're wooden you're using wooden dowels yeah and a like a cardboard and like rubber tube. bands and stuff <laughs> yeah yeah it's like the most like i don't know like craft oriented like <laughs> i'm gonna make a little like craft project real quick i will say uh greg a greg Aborella. oh i can't ever say his last name but greg a um does have some pretty good videos i don't think he's ever done like a true step-by-step -step yeah. documentary type thing but he explains like why and how you have to do what you're doing. Yeah, and he'll show you like I got these dowels in here with these rubber. This is why because you got to pinch weird. them so you don't fall. Yeah, it's just then, it's just weird. It's just weird. Like I, I have literally gone to Home Depot to get Cooper wooden dowels to work on his truck so we can finish the cam. Like it's just the weirdest kind of. Yeah. Like w the tools that you need. I know Gabe's like like look like what are you talking about? But you literally have to put wooden dowels through where the push rods are because they'll literally go into the end of the tappet mm -hmm. and then you use the rubber bands because here's the thing if you take the cam out okay the engine is sitting how it's supposed to be sitting you pull the cam out the tappets are going to fall in the Boop. oil pan 
Okay. So you put the you take the push rods out. You put the wooden dowels in. Okay. Cam's still in. So cam is still in at this point. Wooden dowels in. Rubber bands on the top because what happens is if that dowel sits on top of the tappet and actually kind of sits inside of it. Mm-hmm. And then the rubber bands, when you push them together, holds the tappet basically in because it's got like. I don't want to call it a class fit because like a class fit in like machinist terms is like perfect, mm-hmm. but it's a very tight fit for those. So if you put any sort of tension on them laterally, they're going to stay in their spot, right? Mm-hmm. So you can pull the cam out, keep the tappets up, and then, and then to replace them, <laughs> to replace You use like them, a, a wrapping paper tube or something. A wrapping paper tube that's cut out and then you spin it. You can drop the tappet down in the tube, pull it out, and then, and then, <laughs> what, are, what are the uh, piece of string? What are they uh, to pull them back up? What are they? Um, gosh, I can't remember that process. Yeah. Quick tangent, real quick. I should Maybe. probably talk in the mic. It's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. First of all, has anybody ever replaced a camshaft and it comes before? Like, have you ever seen anybody do it? It is the craziest thing. The okay. first time I had someone trying to describe it to me, I was like, Ugh. "What if I told you it involved wooden dowels, <laughs> rubber, rubber bands, bands <laughs> and a?" tube that was used once used for holding gift wrap or Or, or some very specially sized pvc (laughs) yeah seriously so just so you guys know replacing a cam in or replacing a cam and or tappets push rods in a cummins engine we all know obviously the engine is sitting how it's sitting in the truck vertically Mm -hmm. okay tappets go up from the bottom so if you pull the cam out tappets are going to fall into the oil pan (laughs) and you're gonna have a really bad day especially if you were not playing to pull that engine (laughs) really bad day because that's pretty much your only option that is your only option at that point well no it's not your only option at that point because you could pull the oil pan and pull the tappets out but you do have to unbolt the engine lift the engine up to get the oil pan out to get the tappets out and then anyways and reseal the oil at that point it's like pull the engine anyways you do the front front cover at that point too right because you have to take the front cover take oil pan off yeah yeah okay yep sure do so it's, it's, it's a big mess. So what these guys do is literally when they're pulling the cam out, before they pull the cam out, they will take some wooden dowels, okay, pull your push rods out, stick the wooden dowels in the push rod slot, okay? It's a specific size wooden dowel. I don't know one off the top of my head, so don't, you know, whatever. Look it up. Google it, <laughs> all right? <laughs> they literally will sit inside the little opening of the tappet, okay? And then you'll use rubber bands to sort of cinch these two dowels together and that puts just enough pressure on the tappet for it to not to fall through its hole because it's mm-hmm. a it's a pretty tight fit i know like like there's what's called a class fit which is like yeah. a perfect fit that's like basically what a how a nozzle fit or the the pintle in a nozzle fits i wouldn't consider it that tight it's tight but it's not that tight so well, just that tight, little bit of side there's still oil going through there right there's so yeah. just that little bit of side tension will keep those tablets from falling so when you pull the cam out Tappets will stay in place. You can put a new cam in if you weren't replacing them. And then it gets even weirder. It gets even weirder here. So if you need to replace tappets, okay, what guys will do is we'll literally drop a string down, essentially. Yeah. Through, through the tappet. So, yeah, in your little your your cardboard tube that's got a cutout on just one side, and it's small enough to where one tappet would just fit in. So you'll, you'll literally have this cardboard tube, and as you have taken the cam out, and you spin that tube until you get to the where the tappet is. The tappet will fall, okay. And then you can run a, I think we run a piece of string down through mm-hmm. that hole and pull that out with the tappet, okay. With the other ones still have their dowels in, and then you can 
take another piece of wood, <laughs> put it inside that tappet, tie the string to it, and run that back up and through it, to replace your tappet. It's, it's a mess, all right? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to watch it done. It's pretty cool. Um, but, uh, you know, you look at it, and you're just like, what is he doing? Why? Is he doing arts and crafts right now? He's supposed to be finishing yeah. this engine. <laughs> yeah, the uh, uh, Greg A., yeah, did some good stuff on there. I don't know if he has like a direct step by step, but uh, he does talk about what happens and why and why you need to do it. And it, yeah, it looks funny, but yeah, yeah. So uh, tangent over. That's another tangent. That's another good tangent. I know. Tangent. Tyler the tangent. Oh, I think I'm trying to think of another another good, T word. Another we need a thesaurus. Yeah. Tiger. Whatever. The the tangent trogdor. Trogdor. The burninator. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic one for all you yeah. guys out there. All right, so. So yeah, this this next next level, it's like you're getting into the engine. Yeah, so we got cam, push rods, valve springs. We kind of cover that. Valve springs, direct right. replacement, easy, easy peasy. Next part is like oh one gosh darn it, another tangent. Okay, valve right. springs, guys, valve springs. Yeah. Okay, when replacing valve springs on a Cummins, there's two ways you can do about it. There's one way, which involves a specific sort of, uh, it's like a fitting slash tool. Okay, so you can take your injector out. This tool fits into your injector slot and has an air compressor fitting on it. So you can f basically, you fill the cylinder with mm -hmm. pressurized air to essentially mimic compression. Because what's happening when you're trying to replace valve springs, you obviously don't want the valve to fall, <laughs> you know, because you're taking the keepers out and the springs off. So the valve has the ability to fall straight down. So you can either fill the air up for, or fill the cylinder up with air, which I've, I've done this way before. Mm -hmm. It actually works really good. Um, you can do it that way, or some guys will just put the piston at top dead center and do it that way. That way, if the valve does fall, it only falls a certain amount because the piston's already at the top of its uh, uh, the top of its uh, uh, stroke. range stroke. Um, so you, there's two different ways you can go about it. Just oh. make sure you're careful. You make if you're gonna do it the 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 way with using top dead center. Make sure that cylinder's at top dead center. Uh, one easy way to make sure it is close enough to top dead center is using what's called valve overlap which is where there's a certain point in time on a Cummins engine where both valves are slightly open. So both valves will be tight. That is an easy way for you to know that it is essentially at top dead center. It'll be close enough for you. Um, or you can do, you know, the same method that guys use for adjusting valves. Um, you know, doing, uh, you know, the valve overlap method, essentially if cylinder one's in valve overlap, that means cylinder six is at top dead center. A couple ways you can go about it. I've used, I've done both, both work fine. Um, yeah. That's some good Boom. Knowledge. Boom. <laughs> All right. Change the trier stocks again. <sighs> All right. So next we're going to talk about um, how far you're going to send it turbo-wise. Whereas I mentioned this is ATS has their Aurora Plus kit, which you can add a 5,000 turbo, which I believe is a 71, or their 7,500 turbo, which is, I believe, a, like an S480 chassis, 480, 80 milliliter. Gosh, I don't know. It's a big one. Yeah. It, it, they, they straight up tell you, like, a 75 is like, that's, that's the party turbo. Yeah. Um. And that can really kind of change the order that you want to go with this. So that being said, depending on how far you want to go with this truck, if this is like party mode, 475, and then I'd say maybe pair that with like one of the ATS VFRs, like the 3000, just so you can get yeah. the thing lit up real fast. Mm -hmm. um, piece of advice there for anybody that's thinking about compounds and you're thinking about like, well, I want to have a big, you know, I want to have a bigger, smaller charger, if that makes sense. So you want to have the bigger secondary charger. Like if you're compounding on top of your stock turbo, you're thinking that you want to put a bigger turbo where your stock one was. It's not the case because the idea is to get things lit up fast. You want that big turbo to take over wherever that small turbo lets off. 
So when that's why I would kind of go with maybe that VFR 3000. Yeah. Which is a little bit smaller. It's going to light up real freaking fast for you. And then as soon as that starts to peter out or as soon as you reach the limit of that, the, you know, 71 or the 80 just takes over and just ramrods you into party mode. <laughs> so, and that can also change if you decide to do, you know, you could also compound your stock turbo. Yeah. If you've got a truck and the guy, you know, just recently already replaced the turbo, like it's got 150 on it. It's got a brand new stock turbo. You're like, man, you know, I don't feel like taking a brand new stock turbo off. Compound it. Yeah. Get sandy with it. Yeah. And the best part is all this other stuff we talked about. If you decide not to do the turbo right there, you can do a small set of injectors. Yeah. You can do the CP3. You can do all that stuff with the stock turbo as long as like it, the goal is to run a compound on there. I wouldn't necessarily do all of this stuff that we talked about on there with the stock turbo in hopes of like really ripping it because yeah. you're going to run into limitations there. But yeah, compounds, baby. Compounds. And it's so hot. They're always the answer. <laughs> it's what was the answer? The, is the, uh, we talked about that in the episode, the towing episode. Yeah. Compounds is the answer. Compounds are the answer that no one wants to. Is the answer that every. Compounds. Is Nobody the wants that to realize. No one wants to pay for or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, whatever. Everybody knows. I, whatever. Everybody knows, but no one wants to pay for. Yeah. Something like that. For sure. Know. Yeah, compounds really are the answer. Every time I think about... You know, Gabe, you came by and asked us, like, what, what's some of our favorite parts to sell? Compounds. When I have someone that calls in that's maybe, like, like 69% into compounds, yeah. I can give them the extra 41. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like... Sorry, 69. 31. Yeah. <laughs> 110, <All right>. boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yeah, you 41. I'm getting you 110 percent of these compounds. 110. I'm gonna okay. freaking you send the, it. You get the pass on that. I get the pass on the thermal bypass. All right. All right. But yeah, that, that's, <laughs> I would say that's one of one of uh, one of our favorite things because you get it's people are like oh, I think I want to dip my toe into performance, but I'm not sure how far I want to go. I'm thinking about compounds because I'm gonna be able to do a lot of stuff with it. But like, don't yes. think, just do. Yes, get the compounds. No. Do. Yeah, seriously. Do it now, <laughs> for real. No, that's a it's a it's a it's a great it's a great upgrade. I tell you what. And if you tow all the time, it, uh, that, that's gonna put a smile on your face every time oh, you tow with that 100%. truck. Percent. Especially when you're passing people on the freeway. <laughs> In fact, not to make everything I put on here null and void, but uh, Clint and the guys at ATS do a lot of research on this, and their five thousand kit can be used. Like, you can have a 100% stock truck and put their Add a Turbo 5000 kit on there. I'm talking, like, you don't even have to have an aftermarket intake, aftermarket manifold, anything. No aftermarket tuning, and you will see better performance. Yeah. So, of all of this, if there was one thing you were trying to do to make your truck ripper and everything's in good working condition, ATS 5000 kit on top of stock. Yeah. Go Compound it. Just Compound do it. it. Yeah. You're probably going to need head studs. I'm going to say right there. <laughs> I know I just told you it was totally fine, but let's just, let's just be real here. Just yeah. do head studs. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> okay. All right. That was a good one. Um, if you like this episode with 10 to 12 RAM, emissions and tax stuff, 13 to 18, not too far off. We could do that. Um, I need people to sound off in the comments, though. Let me know if you do want to see that 13 to 18. So uh, that all being said, I think the tangents will take up whatever rant we were going to have. I think so. Because we tangented – we tangented pretty hard today. Tangented t- hard. It's like I'm talking about degent. Yeah. Get my music, my heavy metal, my degent voice. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, uh, that's going to wrap this one up. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Cheers, boys. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.